Democrats and Republicans are sounding the alarm about possible vote fraud after primary election irregularities in Georgia. Voting machine malfunctions, provisional ballot shortages, and missing and late arriving absentee ballots are of concern. Once I got inside, I think the most frustrating part was that several of the machines were broken. It seemed like maybe half of the machines were down. I mean, I definitely understand that there are hiccups in technology, but I also feel like the every time I vote, it's some sort of new technology and there's always a problem. I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like maybe it's intentional that it's so difficult to vote <laughs> in general. It's very frustrating that um, that it seems like every single time there are issues. Could this be a harbinger for the upcoming presidential election? Joining us is Tommy Hicks, Jr. Mr. Hicks is the co-chair of the Republican National Committee. Tommy, thank you for being with us. The primary election in Georgia was a messy one. It brings back memories of the presidential election of 2000. Remember that? Hanging chads in Florida, the Supreme Court stepping in, stopped the recon. That ultimately gave George W. Bush a victory over Al Gore. So what do you think? Are we in for a messy general election this fall? You know, it's funny. It seems to be very consistent in these deep blue counties where, where, where we have the problems. But, you know, we're very focused on protecting your vote. And uh, we're going to spend $20 million litigating to make sure that these frivolous lawsuits that, that are taking place on the other side don't cancel out the, the legal votes of the American people. And, and uh, we've launched a website, protectthevote.com, that goes through state by state exactly what we're doing to make sure that your vote counts. Well, you're talking about uh, these lawsuits. Now, mail-in balloting. Many Republicans oppose it. Democrats support it. Why is that? And what do you think will happen with this push by several states to do it? I mean, some states like Colorado already do it. Well, it's ripe for fraud. And uh, what they want to do is they want to mail votes, uh, ballots, live ballots, to all registered voters, not active. So, for instance, in San Diego recently, we, we had half a million uh, inactive voters kicked off the voter file. And these are people who have moved or, or have died. And still, you have 117% of the residents of San Diego County, California, as uh, registered voters. So you know at least 17% of those votes are fraud. So we can't let that happen. Mail-in uh, uh, voting is ripe for fraud. And I think they're not really purging these uh, rules, are they? I mean, maybe that's an effort that should be done. Absolutely. Uh, people who've moved to other states, uh, people who have died should not be able to vote. Well, and that's where uh, voter ID laws come in, I guess. On another issue of concern for the GOP, it seems that North Carolina has now lost the Republican convention this summer, Tommy, because of its failure to reopen from the COVID-19 shutdown. Now, I know Republican Party officials reportedly visited Jacksonville this week, trying to figure out if that city has enough hotel rooms for a convention. Why Jacksonville? And I'm sure Florida Governor Ron DeSantis would be quite welcoming. You know, lots of people are, would be very welcoming, and lots of cities have stepped up to, to try to welcome this, this celebration. It's really unfortunate uh, that, that the governor, Democrat governor of North Carolina, uh, would not allow this to take place the way it should be. It's really bad for the businesses of downtown Charlotte. It would have been a $250 million shot in the arm at a very critical time as we reopen our economy. And uh, we had been working for over a year, well over a year, with people on the ground for over a year working for that convention. And you know what? We've got a great team. And, and wherever it ends up being, wherever the celebration ends up being, 
we're going to be able to pull it off and do it do a great job um, celebrating. Just be careful with Florida hurricane season in August. Recent polls show the president may face an uphill battle in the race against Joe Biden. We know that social media may be one key in winning the election. Attorney General Barr has once again expressed concern about social media platforms and their censorship. What impact could social media censorship have on the president's campaign and those of conservative candidates this fall? Well, you know, it's, it's very important. I mean, censorship is a big deal, especially when you talk about a president who has the ability to connect directly with so many tens of millions of Americans through his Twitter, Facebook, and uh, other accounts. And, and, and this is a president who likes to talk directly to the American people. He likes to be out there uh, having rallies, uh, talking directly through the crisis, talking directly to the American people. And uh, I think it's important that they not censure him or anybody uh, for that matter. And finally, how do you think the COVID-19 shutdowns followed by the George Floyd protests and riots will affect the electability of this president? And he's taken a lot of criticism on both. Well, you know what? The transition back into greatness has begun. Last week, we had a great jobs report. Two and a half million jobs were created. Uh, the experts expected us to lose eight, eight and a half million. So we're, we're seeing light at the end of the tunnel uh, in terms of the economic recovery. And we know this president built it once. He's the right president to build it again. And I think you're also seeing, you know, the president was very quick to condemn what happened to George Floyd and uh, to seek justice for, for his family. But he was also quick to, to condemn uh, the riots that were taking place. There's a big difference between riots and protests. And uh, I think when he declared Antifa a terrorist organization, that was a really good thing. And, and the violence quickly stopped. Not to mention COVID-19. Yeah, it, it, it stopped too, didn't it? Yeah. Well, thank you. We appreciate you, uh, Tommy. Thank you for your time, time and insights. Thank you so much, guys. Take care.